time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. This week, the immutable law of living is that you have to forgive to fully live. I have to admit that forgiving is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. I find it to be one of the big places that I spend a lot of time as a therapist working to help people move into that process. And what I realized in that time as a therapist and now as a coach of helping people try to resolve those issues is that we have a lot of misunderstandings about forgiveness that keep us away from that. And so we don't have a chance often to feel that that moment where you have forgiven somebody and where that peace falls away. So what often happens is that as we walk through life, things happen. Imagine that a rock is is thrown in the air and it hits you. And it may be that that person meant to hit you, or it may be that they just happened to throw it up and it hit you. And you, you pick up that rock and you hold it in your hand and you realize that you don't want to forget that that you want to remember what that person did. And so you grip it tightly in your hand and it digs into the skin of your hand. And after a while, something else as you're walking along comes flying your way and it hits you, another rock that somebody tossed. And so you pick that one up and now you've got one in each hand and you hold them tight to remember what happened. And then another rock hits you. And so you put a couple of those rocks in your pocket. And over time, you begin to accumulate more and more rocks, filling every pocket that you have. And your, your body begins to be weighted down. Your clothes begin to pull you back. You begin to not be able to move forward in life. You can't move as quickly. You can't move as joyfully. You're more and more confined by the rocks that are rattling around in your pocket. That's pretty much what happens when you choose not to forgive. The process of forgiving is taking out that rock and deciding to not carry it around with you. It doesn't mean you give the rock back to the person who threw it. It doesn't mean you forget about the rock that hit you. It just means that you're not constantly carrying that rock with you. You're not allowing the rock to weight you down. The process of forgiving is a multi-step process, and I have a link to that process in the show notes to another podcast where I actually go through the steps one by one on how to get to forgiveness. And so today I don't want to talk so much about how to forgive as to impress upon you how important it is to forgive. I believe it is one of those immutable laws of living that when we don't work to forgive, we get more and more weighted down. We get more and more stuck. And we find that life gets more and more difficult. When we choose to forgive, when we find ways to forgive, then life becomes a lot lighter. And our task becomes a lot easier because we're not weighed down by all those things. So let's talk a little bit about why we have a hard time forgiving and why it's so important. I've heard many people respond to my question, what's unforgivable, with pretty heinous things. Sometimes people tell me that you can't forgive it if somebody murders somebody else or if somebody hurts a child or maybe they can't forgive a spouse for infidelity. And and it tells me something about our misunderstanding around forgiveness. If you believe that forgiving somehow is for the other person, somehow lets them off the hook or somehow gives them room in life again, then something's unforgivable, which brings up the biggest myth of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the other person. That's the myth. 
that somehow forgiveness is for that other person. Forgiveness is for the person who forgives so that the person who forgives doesn't have to carry that around any longer. So then we circle back to the question, what's unforgivable? It's only unforgivable if you misunderstand forgiveness. If you realize that forgiveness is so that you don't carry it around, then everything is forgivable because everything is able to be forgiven so you don't have to carry it around. You forgive for you, not for the other person. It may release that other person. It may allow them some some feeling of relief. But that's not what it's meant to do. It's meant to release you so that you're not bound to that event. You're not bound to that hurt. You're not bound to the pain. When you release that, when you forgive it, when you let it go, it's possible that there's something good that comes for the other person, but not necessarily. We often think that forgiveness somehow is to allow that other person freedom. And we miss the fact that the freedom is what you get out of that process. Whatever happens to that other person is not nearly as important as the fact that you get to choose whether to stay a victim to that event, to stay hooked to that event, stuck in the pain of that event, or if you choose to work towards letting it go. Let me at this point say that I don't believe that forgiveness is a moment in time where you say, I forgive you. I believe it's a process. It's a process of being less and less caught by that that starts with the decision to forgive. It doesn't end there. That's the starting point. Sometimes people say, oh, you make it seem so easy. I don't believe forgiving is easy because there are pieces of us that fight against it. We use that as a way of protecting ourselves, although I don't think it does anything to protect us. And because of that, we're resistant to it. We're also resistant because we have so many myths about forgiveness and so many misunderstandings about forgiveness that we can't move towards that. So, To get a little beyond that, let's assume that forgiving is for the person who forgives, primarily. And forgiveness is not about reconnecting with whoever did the hurt. Those are two different processes. Reconciliation and forgiving are not the same process. Somebody can hurt you, you can choose to forgive them, and still choose to have nothing to do with them. I always talk about the example of Pope John Paul. Who was shot. After he was shot, the person who shot him was put in a jail. A short time later, the Pope visited the man to offer him forgiveness, to forgive him. And yet, when he left the jail, he left the shooter in jail. He didn't leave the jail. There was still a penalty to be paid for the offense. But Pope John Paul offered the forgiveness as a way of stepping away. You might be familiar with the shooting that happened uh, in the Amish community of Indiana. It was a school shooting, and almost immediately after the shooting, the people in the community went to the family of the shooter and offered their forgiveness and began to move into a reconciliation with the family, not with the shooter, but with the family. And the reason that the Amish said they were doing that is because they did not want to be bound by the event. They knew that the forgiveness was to release them, to allow them to not be held hostage by that. Forgiveness is really about letting go. But it's not about not remembering. Sometimes people say, oh, so when you say that, you mean forgive and forget. I don't at all mean forgive and forget. In fact, I don't believe that for the most part we can easily forget. Sometimes people have a little amnesia, but for the most part, 
those painful events are etched into our memory in ways that are not going to go away. So forgiving is not about forgetting. Forgiving is letting go. It may be about remembering it differently. In fact, part of the process of forgiving somebody is to begin to work on building a sense of empathy. You don't have to know why somebody did did something to recognize that when people do painful things, it's often because of their own pain. And so we can build a sense of empathy even if we don't know exactly why somebody did it. It's possible for us to simply say, wow, they must have at one point been really hurt in order to act this way. And we take it on faith that when people have been really hurt, they act out, and so we assume that. That's not about forgetting the event. It's about remembering things differently and understanding the other person differently. Forgiving is about letting go, not about forgiving. It's also about choosing to not be tied and defined by that painful event. And this is an important part. Sometimes people realize in the process of working on things that they have created an identity around that event. You probably know people who have tied themselves to a certain event, and you may find that you have tied yourself to a certain event. It becomes part of your identity. It's not that something happened to you. It's that you are that person. It's not that something happened to somebody else. It is that they are that person of that crisis. They are identified with that painful event. And when that happens, to think about forgiving can often feel like giving up part of the identity. This is about choosing to not be defined by that painful event, but choosing where you want life to go. So why do we not forgive? How do we break this law that we need to forgive in order to fully live? Well, the first thing is the misunderstandings that we've just talked about. Those misunderstandings hold us back because we simply don't understand what forgiveness is about, that it really is about releasing that hurt, of letting go of that that pain, and letting go of the identity attached to that, and choosing to, to forgive for the self. Instead, we believe the myths about forgiveness. We believe that we're letting the other person off the hook, or maybe we believe that we have to forgive and forget. Or maybe we realize that There's a deeper identity piece that we have to face. Those are all about misunderstandings of forgiveness. There's also another reason that we might fail to forgive, and that is the fact that forgiveness or lack of forgiveness can often be about self-protection. Our bodies, our brain is designed to keep us safe, and so it's better for our brain to be extra careful than to be under careful. And so an extra careful brain may believe that holding on to those painful moments will keep us safe in the future. And so our self-protection mode kicks in with our brain and we can't let go of it. We get stuck in that event and we can't find a way through it. So it's important to recognize that holding on to those painful events rarely really protects us. Creating boundaries in our lives can protect us, but those, those moment, memories of those painful events are not necessarily what's going to keep us safe. We just believe that to be the case. So how do we then step into obeyance of this law that we need to forgive to fully live? Well, there are really only two pieces. One is to understand forgiveness. Understand that forgiveness is for you. It may allow somebody else to have some more freedom in their life, but it's primarily for you. It's also to realize that forgiveness is about letting go, not forgetting. 
It may be about remembering things differently and understanding it differently. Not like you remember the events differently, but you have a different understanding of what happened, what was behind that, how that other person might have been a flawed person who fell short. That's the first piece, to understand forgiveness. The second piece is to commit to forgiving. To commit to, to when you've been injured, to working through that process, to decide that it's worth it to work through the process instead of giving up your energy to that hurt over time. To commit to forgiving is to understand the process. And so I've also included that link to understanding the process so you can take the, the, the steps in the process and apply them to your own life. If you find yourself stuck and unable to forgive, I would invite you to, to follow that link. If you're not on my website and you're wanting to find out how to do that, simply go to thrivology.com slash forgive thrivology.com slash forgive so that you can find the steps that are necessary in the forgiveness process. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best for a thriving life. You've been listening to the Thrivology Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T-H-R-I-V-E-O-L-O-G-Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Thank you.